systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Welcome to the Jam Hole. Today is Sunday, November 1st, 2020, and my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. And this is episode 727, thejamhole.com. Check it out. Uh, usually on Saturdays, we would be streaming this through the RDABS Discord, but uh, today we're just recording it, uh, just trying to get a show out. I was like old man tired yesterday. <laughs> And I haven't like I haven't been throwing up anymore, so that's good. But now I'm curious, like, why I'm so tired all the time. And again, I have to look at my oh, cook. Fuck me. Here what do you? Go. Uh, everything okay? Everything is fine. Okay. Just like really tired lately. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Just. Uh, just making sure. You have been staying up later than you usually do at night. Yeah, except last night. Ben even Ben even came over. He was like all excited yeah, for a show, and I was like five minutes away from just like going to bed. <laughs> I was like, sorry, dude. Maybe next week. So Ben might be back next week. We tried to do the BBB. But yeah, it just... I was just out. I don't know. I haven't even been eating turkey. Like, I don't <laughs> know what the fuck's wrong with me. It's probably not drinking enough rock stars. It's probably oh it. yeah, that's completely it. Uh, Rip Sean Connery, huh? Twenty twenty, just claiming another life. I know, right? Probably one of the the better James Bonds, if not, dare I say, the best James Bond. Although personally, I kind of like Pierce Brosnan, but you know, that's just my generation. Sean Connery, <laughs> I always knew him from like Entrapment with a. Uh, Catherine Zeta Jones when they're like cat burglars and shit like he was dope in that and then uh, The Rock he was dope in that with Nicolas Cage yeah that's kind of and then of course the great Saturday Night Live sketches with uh, fake Sean Connery and Alex Trebek like <laughs> that shit killed me every time it was probably one of my favorite uh, SNL skits they have good skits on there they really do just when he would just make fun of Trebek you dog <laughs> I'll take anal therapy or anal bum therapy or something like that. It's like <laughs> see, album. I don't think I've seen that. Oh yeah, shit was gold, comedic gold. Uh, our friend is out of the hospital, and I think like back home already. I don't know. Like, do people just get brain surgery and then go home like a day day or two later? Oh, it sounds like so, that's where he's going. That's pretty sweet. Uh, the GoFundMe's still up if you guys want to kick in some cash. I don't think he'll be back to work for probably a few weeks. He's got, like, stitches and shit, like, in his head still that I would imagine have to. a few to. months, though, so... Yeah. That's... Quick uh, recovery, though. He, <laughs> he hit me up. He, like, messaged me. He's like, hey, I might be going home today. I was like, this was on Saturday. I was like, really? All right. Like, are they kicking you out? Or right. How like... many? There's not a whole lot of doctors that you can actually get 
out. And I guess maybe maybe different because of the whole like Rona thing. Maybe they don't want to keep people there any longer than they have to just for like bed bed sake, room for beds and everything. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Either way, the surgery went well. It looked like they got most of it. I don't think they were able to get all of it because of where the tumor was sitting. But uh, yeah, Uh, sounds like he's walking and talking and everything's like And looking normal. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, but yeah, the link on the show notes of thejamhole.com. If you guys got a couple bucks you want to kick in for the GoFundMe, uh, it'll be it'll be up there. Oh, what about my personal data and your responsibility? Oh. <laughs> every, like, every article I open up, it's like, we have all of your personal data, and we want you to know that we're going to try and be super responsible with it. So just go ahead and click that X or the OK. It really doesn't matter where you click. We have your data, so. Already done. Already done. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Future pandemics will happen more often, kill more people, and wreak even worse damage to the global economy than COVID-19, unless we have a fundamental shift in how humans treat nature. And this is uh, findings from the United Nations Biodiversity Panel that met last Thursday, uh, warning that there are up to 850,000 viruses, which, like the novel coronavirus, exists in animals and may be able to infect people. Uh, The panel known as IPBEST said pandemics represent a, quote, existential threat to humanity. (laughs) Well, the last major fucking pandemics, that's what they were. The one was spread by rats, and the other one was oh, spread yeah. by eating something. That bubonic chronic, the Black Plague. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was a big issue before. But, so. like, in their defense, too, though, those those were different times. Like, people were literally, like, pissing and shitting in buckets and then throwing them out their windows. They like, were in doing London that, and shit. So, I, I, you know, You know what else times. they were doing? Not they washing were, their hands. They were also trying to wear masks. And yeah. back then they tried yeah. to wear yeah. a mask. Like they knew. Do you think like back then they had the like the the same thing we have now with people wearing like lacy masks and shit? Like people just not even really trying. No, they were made those weird ass bird masks. Yeah, but that wasn't that was like the doctors though. It wasn't the whole population. I don't think people were rolling around in those those bird masks. I think they were too expensive to make. But, like, I feel if it would have been more affordable to everyone, that they all would have had one, you know? Because they're like, this is a great idea, but people are fucking poor and living on the street, and it's getting worse. People are living on the same streets. (laughs) The not-poors are dumping their pisses and their shits on, so... (laughs) Uh, hurrah. There we go. And they're probably like, they've obviously been watching everybody's reaction with this one. And they're like, this is like small potatoes compared to some of the shit that is thawing out in, uh, the non-existent permafrost and shit. Like there's some crazy shit under there. And if we, we didn't really handle this one, the, the, (laughs) the imperial, we like all of us, we, as a country, as a planet. We didn't exactly handle this one uh, with very great amounts of finesse or class or anything like that. So anything even like this strength or worse. And yeah, it's a existential crisis. What kind of car do you buy for your midlife existential crisis? (laughs) 
I don't know. Is that is there a car for that? There, I mean, there, there's, there's probably an app for it. To tell there, you. It's probably a van that you just live out of, like some Ooh. sort of like van life RV. That would be probably, probably a, a good a, investment. A lot more utilitarian than like a Challenger or something. Move uh, in with Bob. The same human activities that drive climate change and biodiversity loss also drive pandemic risk through their impacts on our agriculture. The panel said that COVID-19 was the sixth pandemic since the influenza outbreak of 1918, all of which had been, quote, entirely driven by human activities. (laughs) Yes, go humans. Uh, These include unsustainable exploitation of the environment through deforestation, agricultural expansion, wildlife trade, and consumption, all of which put humans in increasingly close contact with wild and farmed animals and the diseases they harbor. And I mean, not to mention, like, bestiality porn, you know? (laughs) As we've seen from the Jamhole search results, awful lot of people in awful lot of different countries having a lot of sex with cows or trying to figure out how to. So <laughs> I'm not saying that this is their fault, but you know, if a uh, cow That's virus, real car- close contact, if bird cow flu comes out, man, bear, pig, cow flu, then uh, <laughs> you'll know where it came from. 70% of emerging diseases such as the Ebola, Zika, and the AIDS are zoonotic in origin, <laughs> meaning people fucked animals. <laughs> meaning they circulate in animals before jumping to humans. Via the dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, around five new diseases break out among humans every single year, any one of which has the potential to become a pandemic. Good God. What a bunch of fucking idiots. Us? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a species. I mean, I'm not fucking animals, but I can't speak to the rest of my human peers. <laughs> Just in general, man. Like, obviously, that's fucking why. But I don't know. There's just so much... And they they were trying to figure out what the full economic cost of COVID-19 is. Uh, Obviously, you can't because it's still happening. Uh, It says the assessment pointed to estimated costs as high as $16 trillion as of July 2020. Well, that's because we send our kids back to school and then one gets sick and you have to clean. Well, I mean, that's a small portion of it, but yeah, that's... The hazmat team, though? Like, you get a hazmat team. Yeah, but are they really? Is it hazmat team, or is it, like, Jose and Julio in fucking Tyvek suits, like, and some duct tape going in? Like, I I don't think they're actually bringing in actual hazmat teams. I mean, let's be real here. They barely have enough money for books. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, they've given all this excess money to them. And who did I say? Jose and Julio, thank you for your service, by the way. We appreciate that. For sure. Um, but, but yeah, nothing like, nothing good coming out of the, the panel, it, it sounds like. so. COVID's still a thing, huh? Well, yeah, just like, that's like one, one prong of this three-prong approach the planet is taking to getting rid of us. <laughs> COVID and other, like, viruses and shit. That's just, like, one part of it. And then you have, like, the climate. That's, like, another part of it. And then you have this other third part that I don't think we've seen yet. It's like... Uh, I don't know what it... It might be technology. It might be AI. I I don't know. 
might be wormholes and stargates. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be anything that dope, but you know. I know. I'd be so down with that. So much fun. I would especially love if a stargate came out and we found that it was underneath the Bermuda Triangle. And there was that's just like a puddle jumper there, fueled up, like ready for you to just take and it. God, that'd be so dope. That's where fucking Atlantis actually is. Like this is all that. one big fucking thing. The the Bermuda Triangle, city of it's Atlantis, just a big stargate, and a star. Yeah, like God, that gets me wet. <laughs> just thinking about it. Uh, I thought this was kind of crazy, I guess. Weird. Which also but... make it alien-related. So all those like conspiracies and weird shit that everybody's like, does this really happen? Would be all in like one spot. It I'd... all happened here. Right? <laughs> uh, this is some news from our home state back in Montana. <coughs> Uh-oh. <coughs> I didn't know about this... Uh, this history that we had there, but are you familiar uh, 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 with Lost Loon Lake? Familiar that, sounding. Uh, okay, but... well, maybe you're familiar with it from its name before it had a name change, and that was Lost Coon Lake. Are you familiar with that? Okay. You know where that is? General. Okay, well, they renamed it to Lost Loon Lake because uh, Coon is a... Uh, like a term. yeah, a, a racist slur is what they're saying uh, for African Americans. See, I always assumed it was raccoon because, like, you see raccoons up there, so they're <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, this is Lost Coon Lake." But when you dig a little deeper in the history, this isn't the first time that this lake, or the second time that this lake has been changed. Um, <laughs> so we just keep. They found an article doing it. <laughs> they found an article from 1964 from the Whitefish Pilot newspaper with the headline. N-word lake name changed. So <laughs> I guess it went from N-word lake to Lost Coon Lake. So and are now they legitimately saying it's it Lost was Loon lake. N, like that specific I mean, that's, N-word? I, I don't know what other N-word it it would be. I, I, I you know. Well, it's just like where um, Chucky lives. They turned that from Nyack was what it was called before. Is that an N-word? Shit, it is. Yes, it is. Interesting. It, Interesting, Montana. And now they call it, they just, oh, she just lives up, that. that's East Glacier. You know, like, they completely, like, took any terms from those roads that were up there, because apparently, like, the cousins and uncles that live on that same property, like, every, the roads were not well-named, but, like, they Native said, Americanly inappropriate. <laughs> in, in the filing, they noted that Lost Coon was a compromise name after N-Word Lake was deemed too offensive. So, <laughs> so at least there's some, some morals there, I guess. They're like, whoa, whoa, Bill. N-Word Lake is too far. Let's, <laughs> let's call it Lost Coon Lake. That's much better. Because and of the raccoons, Bill. <laughs> right? They won't think nothing of it. Just all these coons around here. The uh, story declares that the lake was renamed Lodgepole Pond that year at the direction of lumberyard operator Don Jensen, who said a majority of property owners were in favor of the name change at that time. In addition to the 21 private property owners, the 61-acre lake is also adjacent to Whitefish Lake Golf Club, which had been referring to Lost Loon Lake long before the court ruling. Uh... Because there's loons there. <laughs> Holy shit, Montana. 
See, I feel like when I was in Montana, I remember Chucky having a a stroke, conniption fit over Coon Lake being changed. She liked it that way. Yes. I could see that. She just, just like her house, she's like, I live at Nyack. Yeah. <laughs> so Are what's the- Nyack? That's the N-word for Indians? Um, That's what, where Chucky used to live. I don't right, know but what, what is the-, the name? You said it was a, a derogatory thing. It's well, a that's why it got changed. racist to Indians? Yes. Okay. It was, yeah. It's it was the a- Indian N-word. Yes. Gotcha. So, sure, yeah. So we'll call it something like that. That makes sense. <laughs> well, at least they're they're moving forward. <laughs> progress Jesus Whee. Christ uh, this is kind of sweet a 50 year old man has filed a lawsuit after wildlife officials say he was mauled by a captive black leopard in a backyard animal enclosure in South Florida of course uh, the dude paid 150 bucks for a quote full contact experience <laughs> you got full contact right there baby Bro. that was full as it gets well i guess here's the cage holler when you're done uh <laughs> this allowed him to play with it rub its belly and take pictures <laughs> jesus for his tinder super sweet profile pictures it's a it's, the yeah. uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission says the incident happened August 31st in Davi, which is near Fort Lauderdale. The agency charged the owner with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal uh, and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition. I what can see douche. that. Like people that are like willing to sell you a full contact experience probably not like a so legit we're like zoo. going basically like Tiger King style here. Uh, yeah, I, but leopard, but black leopards. Yep. I don't know if those are more or less docile than like tigers, but any big I cats. I feel like, like they're more aggressive, even if they're just chilling and they want to like play with you. Like their yeah. play is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a lot. So. I can't even imagine, like, knowing when, like, Milton, like, his love bites, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, they're like a full, like, the house cat was pissed off, as pissed as he could be, like, ran at you and grabbed your fucking hand with his mouth. But I know that that's just his love bites, you know? Like, he has much I, greater power. I guess power. These, uh, these black cats are also pretty rare. Leopards are classified as critically endangered. Uh, the man was attacked as soon as he entered the leopard's enclosure. <laughs> Didn't even oh, get the, the door shut. Like, he just le- okay. went in and, like, just swiped his ass. Uh, the injuries were so severe that his scalp was, quote, hanging from his head oh. and his right ear was torn in half. He required multiple surgeries. Uh, quote, he went for the jugular, took head in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the ear was pretty much removed. <sighs> For 150 bucks, I think he got his uh He got, got his that money's close worth. contact, didn't he? He definitely got his money's worth. He spent a whole lot more afterwards, too. Well, somebody <laughs> did. I don't know if that's coming out of his pocket or like the... Well, I mean, if you have the kind of money but to if that, pay that for something like that. that happens to you at a place that you're paying for an experience, that place has to be, even if it's like... A shady place. Like, there's charges finna be pressed on these. these oh, people. yeah. There's a lot of charges. The fact that they have the cat, the fact that it was kept in unsafe conditions. I'm sure, they don't have fucking proper licenses that they need. Mm, yeah. 
Well, the cat not. itself, they're not supposed to have. Yeah. Well, so, I yeah. mean, it's like... If, but if, if Tiger King taught us anything, is that, you know, when has that ever stopped somebody with enough meth? <laughs> if they want a cat, they're going to get a cat. I heard about those fucking black leopards now that, like, the rarity of them. There's been seen, like, three or four all the way up from Mexico. And I don't remember, like, say, like, 50 years-ish that have ever been spotted. And they don't know how many of them Wait, are. Wait, are they black or they're spotted? Because no. spotted leopards are different. Right. No, the black ones. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like, Thank you. So, yeah. Uh, this is kind of dope, just to know. Uh, there were fizz, fizz.org asking the question, how many habitable... Pl- habitable, habitable Habitable? How many habitable planets are actually out there? And uh, they hopped on the old Kepler, and they estimated that there's uh, possibly 300 million potentially habitable planets out there. So I think that's dope because it's uh, about time to get off this one, I think. This one's not much more habitable. No, I mean, not if, if you look at everything and, like, how crowded it is and, like what's going on just like politically and like everything else it's like there's there's so many other planets out there you could live on like why are we even like who cares let's just go this (laughs) one's done let them have it you can have this one the next one's ours I feel like a dope-ass bunker. Like, if I had a bunker that had a decent amount of, like, years worth of shit down there, just go down and... On another planet? No, here. Oh, here. (laughs) Right now. I mean, if there's a greater planet to go to, I mean, I'm all down for that, but... Easier to just dig a hole in the dirt and just live in in the dirt. Well, like a badass one, you know? Not... Like a mansion. Yeah. And just, like, fucking live there. Let everyone up here who wants to be a dumbass just throw the virus back and forth in 50 years come up. How long do you up. think you could do that for? You go stir crazy here after being cooped up for a week. And this is a pretty dope house, so... How long do you really think you could go underground for? And I mean, I suppose if, if you had, like, a bunker that was kind of like, like the Forum Caesars, like in uh, Vegas... How, like, the the lights look like sky and daylight in the daytime, even though you're, like, completely indoors. If you could mimic some of that sort of, like, natural lighting and climate and not get your internal clock all fucked up, obviously you could tolerate it a lot longer. But at the end of the day, you're still just in an underground box. Like, how long long are you gonna, gonna wait? Until the food runs out, till the air runs out, <laughs> so you run it out of to places be like to a piss. Super dope place. Okay. So how long? <laughs> oh, how long? If I had a super dope place, Forever. I could definitely last like a good fifty years there. <laughs> fifty years. I feel like they might pass the virus back and forth enough. You don't think they... you'd run out of stuff before that? Like, are you still accepting Amazon deliveries or what? Like, how are you? You're in a bunker, so nobody's going to work. So, like, how how stocked is this bunker? Or is this bunker just full science fiction self-sustaining? <laughs> I grow my cows here and my potatoes here. And between those two things, that's all I need. 
Okay, milk. we're not going into the cow industry, but you could definitely grow plants in there with the proper lighting. Yeah, but who the fuck's going to eat plants? I'm not trying to eat plants. No, I'm carnivore. But you'll have your weed. You can grow. I'm not eating weed. (laughs) I'll smoke it, but then I'm just going to be more hungry. So again, I ask you, where's the beef? You better have cows down there or some sort of butcher shop. Yeah, see, you you wouldn't do so well. I'd end up just eating people. (laughs) How many people you got down there? I could live for a while, you know. I wouldn't want a bunch of people down there. Well, then you better figure out a way to farm some cows. (laughs) Just saying. Or I can't like, think, like what grow some lab meat or something. I don't know. You I need bacon. Like have, I need some bacon at some point. You would have to have like someone that knew laboratory shit to do that. I can't just do grow that. me bacon. <laughs> that would be so dope. It, it's already cooked, also due to the exothermic reaction involved in how it grows. <laughs> it fries itself as it grows. It's amazing. Comes out of the ground like this. Investors are like chomping at the bit to get this new tech. <laughs> Making bacon? It, keeping Fuck. it locked down on underground in my bunker, my bunker mansion. So that when you when it all comes to and you can come back out, you've got this dope ass invention that people are like, Yes, I need that. So you're already pulling in the money. That's rough too, cause like that shit adds up, I bet. Like building a house, hella fucking expensive. Doing that underground, probably like even more expensive. Yeah. So, that's probably and I'd have to have a, a lot of money for this to be a. How's that OnlyFans doing? It's doing great. Is that gonna be enough money for this bunker mansion? Nope. Damn, <laughs> that is a shame. You've still not created the page, so it can't be doing great or bad. What are you doing? What do you do all day with your time? If you're not slinging that ass on OnlyFans, I, you're wasting your day. Oh my goodness. I mean, what are you doing besides sleeping? I have a kid. Oh, okay. Some days she's really simple. Other <laughs> days I want to jump out the window. So, you know. Yeah. Well, that happens. It's days like that that I just bust out what I want to do. Mama told me there'd be days like this. <laughs> <laughs> See... I was talking to your mom, actually, the other day. Uh-oh. <laughs> and we got talking, and Aurora... Oh, it was yesterday I was talking to her after we got home, and you guys told me about that lovely little her telling the kids off event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were going uh, going to pick you up from the grocery store, and there was some trick-or-treaters walking by, and like we told her there was no trick-or-treating because there's germs and the virus and shit. She was like, cool, I'm fine with that. But she's not <laughs> fine with, like, other people being able to do it. And so she very loudly pointed at them and said, Hey, how come they're <laughs> trick-or-treating? There's germs out here. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. Get in the car, please. <laughs> and then we put a sign up that said, no candy, fuck off. I did not put <laughs> fuck off on it. <laughs> but, yeah, she's got a much, like, that's the kind of shit I did as a little kid. Like, yeah. I'd be in this store, and people do something, and I would just call them do out Do you think that's that. why you ended up in foster care? No. Oh. No. <laughs> that's why I did well Rude. in foster care. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. 
hard enough skin Because I'll tell you, if my kid corrects me anymore, she's going to end up in the system. (laughs) I could see maybe you having that same issue. Nope. Nope. Mom and dad were like, nah, we're good. They they were never really around anyway. Just like I was telling you the other day. It was like, I cannot imagine having her do what I did at her age. Cooking and cleaning. We are at different generations, you know? My mom, who should be, like, should there be a four-year-old cooking on the stove? Well, that's just poor parenting. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I... And probably why you ended up in foster care. That's what I'm saying. That kind of shit. That kind of shit is what made it happen. <laughs> How many of your foster moms and dads did you poison before you found the right ones? <laughs> Were they I sleepy? I'm so, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> No, uh, no, I didn't, I did have a lot of foster parents, but I didn't stay at any of them very long. I mean, it takes a village, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. (laughs) It makes it a whole lot easier if your village has their shit together, though. Well, I mean, sure. Like, you got Like the Danes. The Danes rose a good village, you know? They did. (laughs) They because like, they were all considered each Saxon, other brothers. Fuck those Saxon cunts. So, when uh, you grow up with everybody, you have to watch your back, and you have to watch theirs as well. So yeah. you have to trust them to some length. And you have About to the make- length of your sword, according <laughs> to the Last Kingdom. <laughs> uh, this is kind of dope. Uh, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you're probably not as big of a fan as uh, this dude. And, you know, it's No Nut November, and I assume that somebody with a uh, collection this large of pretty much anything, like, they have it's a breeze right. going through November, <laughs> which is a, just a, a crazy thing anyway. But uh, this dude's name's Robert O'Connor. He is trapped uh, 1,221 Ghostbusters collectibles, making him the Guinness World Records title holder of the largest collection of Ghostbusters memorabilia. Look Boom. at that. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Jesus. That kind of... In a... It looks like a hoarder. Yes. You just gave out a hoarding award, basically. <laughs> like, okay, dope. You hoarded all of the same thing. Like, that's, I guess that's something, but. It's, yeah, the consideration Damn. of it being a collection, but. Yeah, I mean, people collect pretty much anything, though. Like, Ghostbusters, it had a pretty good following, I guess. I mean, cartoons. I watched some cartoons all the fucking time when I was a kid. That was probably, like, one of my favorite fucking cartoons, like, after school style to, like, come home and watch. They and had- they knew that because that's when it aired. It came on. Like, as soon as you were out of school, made it home, got your bag down, and, like, flipped the TV on, and that shit was starting. <laughs> so good. You know, the other thing that was on right when I got home from school what was Star Trek. It was always really? on when I got home. Because we watched different channels. I did not. I was not appreciative of it. Yeah. I'd get home, and I just was never a Star Trek fan. So it's like, well, that's fine. 
And I can't really think what was on any of the other channels because I just was like, fuck it. And I'd go get my rollerblades and go outside. Whatever's on TV ain't worth watching. Bye. <laughs> this dude saw the movie when he was four and fell in love with it. Did you? Because I have a four-year-old and she's pretty much in love with whatever you show her at the time. Like, did you really attach onto it that much? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't found what I'm passionate about. Are you sure you haven't figured out what you're like passionate that? about? <laughs> Even our glass collection isn't that much. Like, that's literally hoarder status. Yeah. If I took all the glass from the whole sweet piece of glass shop and set it up like that, it would not be that much. No, as what not he's at all. Got. So. Falfness? I mean, I don't... <laughs> data, I guess. I have a lot of, like, gigabytes of stuff. I don't... Does that count? Tech stuff. That's... We'll go with tech stuff. Like, old phones and shit, though? But look at this! This... The... The, that's not even the same same universe. No, but this say is you like had you more have space a, in your life, because... I got space. You know what? If I want to make more space, I'll just throw some shit out. You, ha I'll throw you some have of your shit so out. many old phones and so many Yeah, but there's data on there. And, like, it's easier to just keep it where I know where it is than to, like throw it away and worry about that data like getting into the wrong hands. <laughs> I got nuclear launch codes and shit, man. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just my way of helping out the environment. You okay, know? okay. I'm not adding my, my electronic waste to that landfill. No, I keep it in a fucking box in my room. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm by myself, I sit with all of my old phones and I line them up around me and make patterns. <laughs> pray. Pray Look for a swift end. <laughs> uh, he suggests other record attempters or hoarders who are collectors to, quote, not collect for a record, collect for yourself. <laughs> So he's saying That's that so it wasn't, don't it wasn't hoard an for thing. a record. Don't hoard for a TV show. Hoard for yourself. <laughs> That's pretty dope. That, that I could see like my grandma saying some shit like that. That's right. Don't save all this trash for for a record. I don't make pops go out there and build me another shed. I'm doing this for loved. you. This is going to be all of your horde when when I die. All these I pass the horde to you. Right, the brass and copper statues, they'll be worth something. Yeah, Just melt them they? down. And I mean, will okay, they? to an extent, but for will all the work that I would have to go through, I'm you not, know. Yeah, like who's going to do that besides tweakers? <laughs> like literally nobody's doing that. Like if I it came down to like being broke, I guess I could see to it. Just yeah. Well, because I, there's so many, and it wouldn't be like having to pull teeth to get that much copper or that much brass. Yeah. Especially the copper ones. I'd maybe pay a tweaker to do it if I was broke and be like, "Here, you come haul this shit in, and I'll give you this crack rock and like ten percent." <laughs> 10% of the booty. But I feel like I would already have it in a box because it wouldn't be something that matched my house. 
Yeah. So it'd be like already in the box and be like, okay, let's go get the four boxes of fucking copper little bears and have this super sweet modern aesthetic going on with like random brass and copper just like chunks (laughs) and just hanging off the wall and shit. They did a lot of that, though. Like, they used to decorate their house with, like, kitchen pans and shit. Well, yeah, that's because they own shit. You can't really do that when you rent. (laughs) I mean, I guess you could, but I don't think the uh, agency would appreciate it. But Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, and I don't know, maybe if it was originally a thing because it would just make it more spacious, you know, in smaller houses... That they originally just put them up there, like on the walls, so they had more space. Yeah. Or whether, and whether someone did that, and then they were like, "Yo, that's a cool trend." They flex differently than we do these days. <laughs> <laughs> they flexed in their homes. We flex on the gram. Look at all these cake pans I have. Right. <laughs> I am rich in cake pans. <laughs> this shows that I am a woman of many talents and. That this I have is my the poison money to cake afford. pan, and this is my regular cake pan. You don't want to mix the two. I did that <laughs> once. My man got real sleepy. <laughs> Wasn't enough to kill him, but he was real sleepy. Uh, this is pretty dope in Toronto, or uh, about uh, what was it like? Somewhere north of uh, of Toronto. Uh, $150 million worth of illegally grown weed. And a bunch of guns, and a bunch of crossbows, and, quote, several exotic animals. Several. Well, that's where you got yourself in serious trouble. Yeah, the weed, all right. But uh, zebras? Two zebras? (laughs) Three kangaroos? Oh, kangaroo? That's probably the dopest weed dealer anyone's ever met. Like, you come over and you can't just take off because that looks sus. So you got to, like, stay and pet the zebras. Maybe, like, box one out with the kangaroo or something. I don't know. Kick it and have a weed sesh with kanga and roo. Fuck, dude. Uh, the exotic animals were located in Schaumburg, Ontario. According to police, though, is not known where they got them from. <laughs> probably Australia. <laughs> You know, uh, do other countries, assumption. continents, is Australia is a continent, right? It's a continent. Yeah. Okay. Do other continents have kangaroos or is it just Australia? I'm sure some places probably do, but not. I thought they just had them in Australia because they, for right they put them there when they first started sending uh, people from jails there, like way back in the day. And then they set the, the kangaroos there to like keep them in line, right? No, I could like see using warden. a fucking kangaroo for that. They're they're pretty mean from what I've seen. Did you ever watch that movie, uh, what was it, Kangaroo Jack? Uh-uh. I've watched Crocodile Dundee. Oh, I watched all those. <laughs> those were good. Is that the same thing? No, no, it's more of a comedy. But, oh. like, they have an animated, like, real fucking kangaroo, you know? Oh, like, yeah. And it boxes, huh? Uh, it, it does box one sure person at one point. It, like, kicks him. It doesn't, like, hit him. But you know how they, like, go like that with their arms. Yeah. And then it steps back and it, like, knocks this fucking guy, like, you know, six, I'm sure they really do that. Oh, yeah. Their legs are made that way. Kick right through your face. 
Uh, they seized 28,964 plants, 3,990 pounds of actual weed, uh, seven firearms, two crossbows, and a, quote, conducted energy weapon. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like a taser? It's a conducted energy weapon. Uh, along yeah, that with, sounds like uh, something that fucking, what's his name, the little, not Meteor Man. Mega Man. Oh yeah, Sounds Mega like Mind. something he would fucking nice. carry around. Dropping the Mega Mind reference. Hell yeah. Uh, and kangaroos and zebras. They live in Queensland and Australia. Kangaroos? Yeah, they came originally from the rainforest in northeastern Queensland. Also Australia. Yes. So they okay. Yes. They're indigenous people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Australia's indigenous. Rodent of the Outback. So, damn. Do you think they just send the kangaroos back to Australia? (laughs) They probably, like, set up another house and start dealing dope and growing weed and shit. They probably, once they confiscated it, probably sent it to a zoo. (laughs) Uh, This was awesome. It kind of, I want to say, gave me a new respect for uh, just not really politics in general, but for like just how hard they're willing to mob this. So, like, the Biden RV was going to a thing, and a bunch of like Trump supporters and shit were back there, and like cars and trucks started ramming each other and shit. (laughs) Just mobbing. Jesus. Texas. Uh, is of where course. it happened. Uh, the Biden campaign bus drove to Austin. It was greeted by a blockade of pro-Trump demonstrators, leading to what one Texas House rep described as an escalation well beyond safe limits. <laughs> I mean, this whole this whole thing could sort of be described that way, you know, if you had to. Uh, when do you think the worst election fucking was prior to this? Prior to this? Yeah. Fuck. Like, are we talking like Nixon? No, it was or... probably like back when they dueled, right? <laughs> like, didn't they like duel and shoot each other and then no. whoever didn't get shot no. was the president? I'm no. pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure I saw that on Drunk History or something. Well, I feel like that's wrong, but... okay. Well, you can take that up with them and their editorial department. But yeah, I mean, you don't, I don't ever recall, and I don't really pay attention to any of this stuff, so I don't maybe it's happened, but I've, I don't recall, like, seeing shit like this pop off during, like, other elections. No. Fucking, yeah, Trump is a whole different, <laughs> a whole different something. Yeah. Different breed. I, I'd say the whole system is at this point. But yeah, so he had to cancel his uh, event there. Biden did. Because he couldn't get out of his bus Because safely. he kept getting rammed by fucking trucks. God, that's so amazing. Uh, we drink some Canada Dry, huh? Is that our ginger ale of choice? Oh, yeah. Being the resident ginger here. Uh, did we get in on this class action lawsuit? I guess this is in Canada, so we probably didn't, huh? Nope. Um, but the maker of Canada Dry Ginger Ale has agreed to pay more than $200,000 to settle a class action lawsuit launched by a British Columbia man who alleged he was misled by marketing suggesting the soda had medicinal benefits. 
Is that why we drink it? Say yes. Yes. Damn, I feel <laughs> hella misled here, you guys. Uh, they said that uh, he bought it because on the can it says made from real ginger. Which <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's kind of gross. Like just chopped up gingers in my fucking ginger ale. <laughs> uh, but that you marketing think- is false and it didn't contain any gingers. And that's why he's suing them, because I guess if you chop up gingers and drink them, it gives you health benefits. Yes, they say. (laughs) That's what they say. And it seems Canada's high court here agrees. Uh, So there's like no ginger in ginger ale or like hardly any ginger uh, he says the the there's small amounts of ginger, very small gingers, <laughs> of gingers and their derivatives. So just like like ginger fingernails and shit. Uh, but he continued to allege that the company's representations of its product were false. Uh, the soda's maker, Canada Dry Mots Inc., denied the allegations and any liability, and then gave him two hundred G's. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Good for him. Go, motherfucker, go. You said there were gingers in this, and that's the only reason I buy it, and there's not. So now I want money. Sweet, sweet money. Uh, This is pretty sweet. This dude, this Idaho dude, uh, got in some shit because they were cooking chickens in a Yellowstone hot spring. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> uh... Him and two others were in hot water. Oh my god! So after being found with cooking pots and two chickens in a thermal area of Yellowstone National Park, they must have been watching a little ice age. Is that? Did they cook chickens in ice age? They cooked the dodo bird. Oh, they did, didn't they? Fuck. Over ice the age, glacier. Man. Yeah. Over yeah, the, yeah. That's what I'm like. That's a total. <laughs> A uh, ranger received reports that a group was hiking towards Shoshone Geyser Basin with cooking pots. Uh, park spokeswoman said that the ranger responded and discovered two whole chickens in a burlap sack uh, sitting in a hot spring with a cooking pot nearby. The ranger spoke with the group of ten, including a child. The Idaho Falls man and two others were cited for foot travel in a thermal <laughs> area. <laughs> and so he good. has to go to court. So he was basically using them as a, like, crock pot? I guess, Like, yeah. slow cooking yeah. them in burlap sacks inside well, of Well, no, I think he was carrying them in burlap sacks, right? Because I, I don't think he had them on, like, a leash or anything. Well, the way you read that, I thought that's what you meant, but it's oh. okay. Like, if they had them in burlap oh, sacks yeah. in sitting in it. Oh, yeah, in a sack sitting in a hot spring. Yeah, no, you're right. So With they, a cooking pot nearby. They didn't get to the cooking pot yet. I yet. got you. Okay. We haven't got the stove part. We don't need the, like, we don't need the griddle over the top of it yet to put That's that so on. That's so crazy. <laughs> uh, this says this isn't the first time visitors have been in trouble for trying to cook chicken near Geyser in 2001. Come a on, Seattle, people. A Seattle television host and producer dug a hole in the park to show how natural heat could cook a chicken. The show was fined 150 bucks and placed on two-year probation for disturbing mineral deposits in a national park and stepping off trails near steaming geysers. <laughs> what? I just... 
either way, like, okay, let's say they seen it in that. Like, you see it in a show and you go do it. You're like, hey, this sounds like a really cool idea. <laughs> uh, back in the early 20s, it was like in Ice Age and that seemed pretty cool. Yeah, and I now thought this was our geyser. And now this is like, I've seen it in this reality show. Let's do it. And then they get fined. Yeah. And I can't imagine it. it's a good fine. Did it say how much the fine was? 600 bucks, which Ooh. is funny, probably because he had two chickens or two pots or something. <laughs> I don't know why, but the it said the other one, and I maybe just difference in timing, but like the other dude only had to pay 150 bucks, and he had like a whole show. And this dude, he was just trying to eat some chickens, man, with his family, with his tribe. Well, maybe they took it into account, like into consideration that he brought in some tourists. With his show. Maybe. So they deducted a little bit from it, you know, because they got that, they looked at that summer's percentile and they're like, oh man, there was like this super big increase in visitors this year after his show last winter. Yeah. I doubt so. it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Probably not, but. All right. Uh, anything else? I don't think so fantastic the jamhole.com uh it's the site check it out virus diaries on spotify google play apple music spotify stitcher uh all that shit and uh yeah new album coming soon uh check out the gofundme for our homie it's up on the uh, jamhole.com there links in the show notes and we'll chat with you next week possibly with ben it should be interesting i'm gonna try the bbb bring back ben all right thanks for listening y'all peace out Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and her racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright burns First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket That's the motherfucking secret Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks Looking at the rectangles, damn they kinda thick We've gone through a whole lot of kings here Cutting off heads just to bring cheer Getting all fired up, Tiger King line them up When you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk On some first time buyer's luck Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch And put your hands up if you fuck this year And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare And put your mask on just to go outside Looking at the planet about to downsize